The customers of all these big services all told us the same thing, which is for the end user, so the designers and digital marketers, we spend hours each week scouring these massive catalogs. It's the same content everywhere. It all looks kind of stocky and staged. So we end up spending all these hours looking for something that feels a little bit unique and authentic. Mm -hmm. And then we went and spoke with their, their managers and the owners of these companies, and they said, I'm, I'm spending all this money paying my people who are expensive people to waste their time searching through these big catalogs. And we showed them our catalog, which at the time, remember, was like a physical product business. But we said, you know, ignore that fact that we're a canvas business for the moment and just let's look at the imagery and their eyes lit up. That was when we thought, you know, that we had something um, that we might have backed into an opportunity that was much bigger than what we had realized before. Mm -hmm. Because the stock, stock imagery business is a massive business. Right. And it's pretty fragmented. Uh, even Shutterstock, as an example, which is a $2 billion publicly traded company, only owns about 5% of the market. Right. So you guys talked to, talk to more customers, and then this time, well, you didn't say, okay, everybody said they wanted it. You didn't just build it out like crazy. You, you made a kind of basic version. Let's say it's called an MVP version. And sure. then you got more validation, and then you went and raised more money. So it wasn't like you just went all out. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, okay, let's fast forward. Now you've raised $8 million. You guys are go, go, go. Walk us to the next level that you get to. It took us about six months to build all the infrastructure to actually go from serving, you know, those 10 or 20 customers that we had on this kind of really bad early version of the service to actually building something that could be used at, at some kind of scale. And we launched it publicly in February of 2015. So about two and a half years ago. We went out, attempted to do a Series B in Q1 of 2016, which ended up being the worst quarter for venture financing in the last five years. Why was that? Uh, you tell me. The, the Chinese mark, stock market fell apart. There was a, a big challenge in um, IPO valuations here in the US, so nobody was getting liquidity on the top end. And all of a sudden, if you look at if you look at the graph, I remember the New York, I think the Wall Street Journal um, published in February a graph of like the venture deals done in Q4 and then the venture deals done in Q1. Mm. So um, so we end up going out fundraising in basically the worst time possible. Find out nobody will fund the company, uh, get a bunch of interest but no checks. Sit down with the board and basically make a decision that we're going to get the company profitable on our own cash, uh, which looks highly probable at the time because our sales engine is generating so much cash at the time. So this is March of 2016 and we continue to scale that team as I said to the sales team from you know, 15 to 20 in January to 35 by June and make a decision in March that we're going to focus on profitability and in April the wheels fall off the entire thing. So all of a sudden, uh, our um, bookings per rep go from 30 to 35 to 10. Uh, the, the burn of the company, so the amount of cash the company is using each month, goes from about 200 to 600 Whoa. in about a two-week period. Yeah, so, so what happened in that period? I mean, why did the bookings drop? Let's start with that first. Eventually, what we realized uh, were a couple of things. One is we, we had um, under-diversified in marketing. So because we had such a big push on driving scale, we had, and because we were trying to do it without burning a ton of cash, we ended up having to, to hone in on only one or two channels that were really working, rather than continuing to nurture channels that were less profitable but showing promise. The other thing that we did 
uh, we had a lot of challenges on the sales leadership side. We had, we had brought in a, a pretty seasoned um, VP of sales that ended up uh, not working out. And then we, again, because of our big push and scaling fast, we promoted up one of our better AEs to running the team, who was a, a great and human, talented salesperson, but just not equipped uh, at the time to, mm -hmm. to handle the kind of scale that we were working on. So I would say we underinvested in systems, underinvested in marketing diversification, and then under underinvested in, in sales leadership. Pretty massive errors if you're trying to go from uh, you know, 20 to 60 or 70 salespeople over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. So we hit a point in June where we had a bit of a crisis because we now had this big sales team and the sales team was getting back on track, but not as quickly as we needed. So we were really eviscerating cash. Um, we're, we're under the, knew that we were gonna have trouble bringing more cash into the company and ended up making um, a pretty tough call in July to dramatically reduce the size of the sales team. And to, to, so we took the sales team from 35 to five and we had that team focus only on larger deals. And then we, were, we decided, we had a little bit of early signal on self-service, so having um, companies come in and just purchase photos without talking to a salesperson. And we're gonna begin experimenting with building, with, with increasing, in essence, the percent of customers that were being handled in a self-service manner. August 1, we put that team, that remaining five salespeople, entirely on larger contracts, which we had had um, some significant success with. And we launched the first version of our self-service engine. Mm. And in our first two weeks in market with self-service, that, self, that kind of shoddy V1 brings in more revenue than our entire 35-person sales team had at their wow. peak. So we sit down middle of August and are looking at the data. And on the one hand, it's great news because all of a sudden we have this massive signal on a way to reach customers at a much bigger scale. On the other hand, we still have the sales team. And what we learned our first four to six weeks of doing enterprise sales was the deals are there. We're bringing in big customers like Apple and Microsoft, but the deals much less predictable and take way longer. So that lesson of like, if you ever have to do layoffs, you want to do one and mm -hmm. cut deeper than you need to. We, had, we thought we had done that. We get to the end of August and we're looking at the data and it just is very clear that the, the self-service engine is massive. The enterprise, while there's a business there, is going to be long, painful and expensive. Mm -hmm. And we also, the, the, the third thing we did is we had at the time a five-person services team because when we brought in bigger customers, we would spend more time with them. We'd actually put a human on them. On them. We were really deep on the data, and what we realized was that when we looked at a customer who had an account, account manager assigned to them and spending time with them, and we looked at customers that were just acting in an entirely self-service manner, there was no variance in either NPS or customer retention. Mm. NPS is net promoter score. Right, so how, there was no difference in how happy the customers were with their experience, um, nor with how, how long they stuck with the product. So we go through this entire, this like extremely painful decision um, to again reduce the, the size of the company and to let go of um, another uh, eight people and, and eight incredible people who had been with us for quite some time. Uh, leaving us with, uh, actually I guess it was 10, 10 people and leaving us with only 10 left. So mm -hmm. 
In the course of six weeks, we had gone from a 55-person company to a 10-person company. How'd you feel? Awful. What was going through your head at the time? Uh, just feeling pretty shitty. Feeling um, a lot of guilt, a lot of self-doubt. Um, you know, had, we had spent months um, convincing all of these ambitious, smart, um, quality people to come and join us on this um, mission to um, to bring authenticity to creative projects, to create opportunity for these photographers all over the world. And they had trusted their careers to us and their livelihood. A lot of them had moved from other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. um, and we also had always had a very close team. We've always had a very open culture and, and really like, I mean, we started a company mostly because we wanted to work with our friends and people that we cared about. So these people were all, you know, they were all our friends um, and they were all really close with one another. So it was like, for sure, those two days were, were the hardest of my career. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, in, you know, there, there, some of this is natural in startups where you learn along the way what's going to work, what channels work, what products work. Um, but we certainly made lots of mistakes. A couple more questions as we work towards wrapping up. I mean, you know, starting from the beginning, over and over, you're getting beaten up back and forth. And at a certain point, there has to be a point where it's just like, should I just throw in the towel? Did you ever face that kind of decision or was that going through your head at any point? Oh, many times, many times. Um, I, lo I love that Ben Harowitz quote of the, the Wiffio moment, so the we're fucked, it's over. Mm -hmm. uh, that, and <laughs> I don't know, I, I feel like we've had more than our fair share, but um, we're still here. The one thing that we did that I think has really kept us going and actually moved us, uh, leveled us up to a point where um, as, as humans, we're really thriving in the experience. And we just sat down as a team and we said, okay, we've, we've been through all this shit and we just lost uh, 40, five of our friends that we loved working with. It's up to the 10 of us to make this thing work and to grow it. If the 10 of us leave, like if any of the, if any of the 10 of us leave, we're screwed. Um, and so we sat down together as a team and we actually asked the question just really openly of what, what's, what would it take for us to make this place a place that we're all excited to spend the next five years? Like let's rip up everything that we think we know about how we should work, how a company should run, what it means to be venture backed. Um, and let's just start from ground zero and say, how do we want to work, the 10 of us, so that we can make this thing thrive together. And we changed a lot. Um, we'd always been pretty transparent, but we became an entirely transparent organization. So everything, um, with the exception of salaries and the cap table are totally public inside the company. I think those probably also will be in the coming months. Um, we started involving everyone in kind of the learnings, transparency and all experiments, the quarterly, um, we started doing a quarterly offsite with the entire team where we review all of the learnings, all of the financials, um, any information shared from the board so that all of that is public for the entire company. And it's, I think it's the reason that everyone's here. We've mm -hmm. had no attrition um, since, uh, since we went through those layoffs. That entire team is here. And that to me is the most amazing thing. I mean, the revenue growth is great. We'll be profitable this quarter for our first time ever, which is, feels amazing. 
Um, but the thing that really to me is the, is the most um, surprising and meaningful of the last year is that that team has stuck together, become incredibly close. And they're now this group of people that have been through um, what I think for all of us is the most meaningful experience of our professional lives. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that video. So all you gotta do now, let us know what you think in the comments if you'd like to see more of these. And don't forget to hit subscribe and hit the thumbs up and we'll see you later.